What's up, everybody? Thank you very much for listening to the webcast. This episode, we're talking about one of the weirder cryptids we come across, the Edfield Horror. There's not a lot of information on it, and honestly, it's one of those cryptids that one or two people saw and then disappeared from history altogether. It is a gnarly-looking fucking thing, so it's fun to talk about. Mike has a theory about what it is. We also got a message from one of our friends showing us this blog where this dude's claiming to be attacked by invisible people. We go into that a little bit. Thank you guys so much for listening. We hope your Halloween was good. Congratulations to our buddy Brett. And uh, everybody, have a good remainder of the week. What's up, Mateo? Oh, nothing, man. Same old, same old. I'm looking forward to talking about this Enfield horror. Yeah. I, I, not to get confused or, with, uh, what is it, Enfield Haunting? I guess there's some very big... Haunting, or I don't know, there's some TV show about a haunting of some sort. I didn't read too much about it when doing research about the monster, but that's one of the first things that came up. So apparently this part of Illinois is a hotbed for freaky shit to be going on. Yeah, the Indians and the, the settlers all called it the devil's kitchen and apparently uh there were ghost sightings and weird balls of light that would be seen and strange sounds that would echo from the woods and this was this was way back when the white man was still settling the area back in the pilgrim times yeah somewhere in the well not no not the pilgrims because it's illinois Pilgrims, Pilgrims landed in Massachusetts. They could have worked their way down by then. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think it was a later settler. It was when they were, you know, interacting with the uh, the native population, and you know, we found this land. Therefore, it's our land. Get off our land, even though you've been here for centuries. It don't fucking matter. We found it. Get off our land. That 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 period of time. I've never heard of Enfield, Illinois before. And to, to do a little bit of research and see all the crazy shit that goes on there. I mean, there's more than ghost stories and hauntings and weird animals. There's a lot going on there, apparently. Well, it used to be going on there, I guess. Yeah. But who gives a fuck about those people back then? Let's, <laughs> let's talk about this monster. <laughs> so uh, we'll get into what this thing looks like in a minute. But basically... On April 25th in 1973, one man, Henry McDaniel, heard a scratching at his door at about 9.30 p.m. And He'll uh, be played by Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Wahlberg takes his gun and a flashlight and goes outside to see what's making a scratching sound on his door. I bet he's also wearing a trucker hat. Yeah, camo pants and like a gray thermal. And probably, he probably has... Either a bloodhound or a German shepherd. <laughs> I say shepherd. Yeah, I think that sounds about right. All right, I'm sorry, continue. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, I want to paint the picture for the listeners. You're doing well. Keep going. Okay. So he went outside with this gun and this flashlight, and he 
says he saw a creature standing between a couple of rose bushes in his yard. He described it as having three legs, a short body, two little short arms, and pink eyes as big as fla- flashlights. And that's that's pretty weird to hear, but for me, the scary part is that he said it stood around four and a half feet tall, which is kind of gross if it looks like that. It's that big. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking kangaroo, man. <laughs> we'll get into it. We'll get into All right. I'm sorry. Continue. Continue. <laughs> he later stated that its body almost looked like a human's. I, I, I don't know if he means in color because he's he's reported as calling it grayish colored and it had a pouch <laughs> and it seemed to it seemed to jump when it walked <laughs> that's actually true uh, mr mcdaniel fired four shots at the creature he says one of them hit it causing it to hiss much like a wild cat or like a kangaroo <laughs> <laughs> a wild kangaroo uh, but he said that it it fled towards a nearby railway, and it covered about 50 feet in three jumps. And uh, I know that you think it's a kangaroo, but I was like, fucking kangaroo's not jumping 50 feet in three jumps. And boy, was I fucking wrong. I did a little reading, and the red kangaroo can jump 25 feet, six feet tall in a single bound. Yeah. So, I don't know. It might be a kangaroo. <laughs> it's a goddamn kangaroo. <laughs> Well, he called the authorities. Uh, they discovered footprints in the soft ground near his house, and he's. They said that they looked dog-like, but they had uh, six toe pads. Uh, the police said that McDonald or McDaniel was a rational, sober person, so they didn't have any reason to doubt him. There was scratches on his door. They found too, and that wasn't his only encounter, though, was it? No, he later. I think it was uh, two weeks later, on May 6th, he called a radio station, claiming to have seen the creature again at 3 a.m. that morning, uh, which is weird. I don't know why he wouldn't write to a radio station, but he said he saw it walking near some railroad tracks, and he didn't want to shoot at it or cause any more trouble, uh, but it it's just walked its way down the railroad track, and he said it act like it acted like it wasn't in a hurry or anything. But later that day, a search party, including that radio station's news director, a dude named Rick Rainbow, explored the area looking for this creature. And they did report observing an, quote, ape-like creature standing in an abandoned building near his house, McDaniel's house. And they said that they had a recording of the creature's screams, I guess. And they even got so close to where they fired a shot at it. So I don't know where to find a recording of this fucking creature's sound, but I really would love to hear it. Because if they're, they said it's ape-like, if it's going to make an ape-like sound, it's not going to sound like an alien sound or a weird monster three-legged creature sound. I think you'd be able to yeah. tell the difference, you know? Well, maybe not. I mean, some people think a kangaroo is a three-legged monster, so it's, it's hard <laughs> to tell. Uh, but... There's another sighting that he had that's you don't really hear much about, but a few months after the fact, he went to Chicago, and um, him and his family were in Chicago on vacation, and they decided to go to a zoo, and they happened to have one at the zoo. They had one of these creatures there at the zoo, and uh, he called the authorities again. They they went through the zoo, and they, they couldn't find it, though. 
because it was a fucking kangaroo. <laughs> he said that the zoo was keeping one no, of the teenagers? No, not at all. That was a fucking made that up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I was hoping that was. I was like, <laughs> they were in Chicago. <laughs> they were in Chicago, at the Chicago Zoo. And there was a display <laughs> in the Australia area. <laughs> And then he saw little ones. <laughs> they were called wallabies. <laughs> uh, but was there a zoo anywhere near there at the time? I know that there's the Hamilton County State Conservation Area that was made in 1960. So yeah, that's a good place for it to hide. And apparently where this dude is in Enfield, it's fucking pretty bushy. Yeah, it's I don't know where like if maybe there was like one of those traveling animal showcase things that were was in the area or a circus or if there was a local zoo. But a few years ago here, we had a dude like in, in the next town over, he had a farmland and he happened to have some wallabies and one of them got loose and was running around in the woods oh, around shit. here. Yeah. I have, I had a friend who was a hunter and he was out in in the woods, like miles from where this dude's farm was. And he saw this thing in the woods. Fucking, he, he thought it was a kangaroo. It was a fucking wallaby, though. Whoa. Like, yeah, it's, you know, people have weird shit sometimes, especially if it's in a rural area. Well, it's good to hear that somebody didn't go crazy. And the first thing you thought was like, is that a fucking kangaroo instead of? Yeah. Well, I, somebody did end up shooting it, though. Oh, they did? They caught it. Wow. No, no, they didn't catch it. They shot it and killed it. Some somebody. I don't. They like, oh fuck, a kangaroo. Let me shoot it. Oh, okay. I wonder if like the authorities are. No, I don't think it was. I'm pretty sure it was just some dude saw the kangaroo hopping around and shit, or wallaby hopping around and shot it. Hmm. But yeah, I mean that kind of shit can happen. And and just just look at the evidence. It's it's looks like it's got three legs. Okay, if you look at a kangaroo straight on, you see the two legs in front, and you see its tail in the back that rests on the ground. Looks like a tripod. It's got its arms in front, which, relative in size to its legs, are small. It can jump really fucking far. <laughs> and if you see it at night, you might think it's a it's gray in color. Yeah, I was going to fight you on, on the kangaroo thing, because I want like this weird fucking creature to be running around Illinois, but... If you just like just exactly what you said, and then even the other details he gave about this thing, about how its body was human like, mm -hmm. and I'm sure you've all seen the videos where the kangaroo is flexed to impress a mate. Yeah, and yeah. it's fucking creepy. Yeah, especially there, there's that one that just like bends fucking frying pans and shit, or a, no buckets. It just bends steel buckets. A That's kangaroo. All. Yeah. Jesus. That's, that's like one of its favorite pastimes is bending steel buckets. Oh my god! And it looks like it looks like it's all roided out. It's insane. I think I'm going to put one of those buff ass kangaroos in the show notes. Yeah, you should. But but just having you say what you said, and then even trying to go like, well, no, he said it was like it had like a human body, and you're like, oh wait, those buff ass kangaroos. There's that, but don't yeah. you think he'd mention their ears at all or? I mean, well, I think I mean, who knows if if you're not ex you're in Illinois. Like the last thing you're expecting to see is a fucking kangaroo. 
you know, you go outside after hearing weird stuff scratching at your door, and you shine your flashlight, and you see a kangaroo, like, you're going to look at the body of this thing, and the ears are, you're not going to notice the ears. At, you know, it's going to be so startling, like, holy fuck, what is that? And your flashlight reflects off its eyes, looks like it's got glowing eyes. Well, don't you think they would call it something like a standing deer or, you know, some something closer to what they know around there? I mean, a kangaroo, I, if it, you put its head in a bush and you just poke its head out, it looks like a female deer. Yeah, but that's the thing. He didn't see its head. He saw its body. Yeah, but then why would you know, he, he call saw, it that? So he shined his light on it. It was probably facing him. So he saw what to him looked like three legs and two stubby arms. And that's probably the bulk of what he noticed. That's true. I, I, I wish. And then the reflecting eyes, you know, he might not have even seen the ears or really the features of the face because the reflecting eyes would have, you know, been the, the feature that really is going to draw him in. Hmm. I don't know. I'm just, I'm thinking just seeing that unexpected and just shining your flashlight on it and getting the eye shine and seeing the weird, you know, seemingly three-legged body, even if, I mean, everybody knows what a kangaroo looks like, but when you're not expecting to see a kangaroo in your fucking yard and it's nighttime and you hear weird scratching noises, I don't know. I, yeah, I agree that these guys that's know what, what a kangaroo my money is. And then especially because he says it bounced away. In three jumps. 50 feet in three jumps. Yeah, that's what it was weird to read and find out a red kangaroo can do it in two jumps. So, but. yeah, yeah, dude saw a kangaroo. And <laughs> he just got freaked out. Now, what do you think about the thing that the people saw with the search party after he called their radio station? There was a creature around there called like the devil ape or something like that. And even back in the fuck, I don't. So late 1800s, I think they're they're. The stories about this thing called the devil ape, and it basically sounded like it was a baboon, and it terrorized the area. And it sounds like two separate entities to me, but I just it, again I don't there's I haven't seen a sketch of what he said it looked like. I mean this w- didn't make the fucking news in a major way. I mean we have reports of it, of course, but everything we know about it is just these. Some cool, really awesome, and well done artist depictions of what they were. I wish they would have done that then. I wish they would have reported it better. How long did he see this thing? How long was this thing standing there? Because I can, I can totally, I agree with you. If he walks outside with a flashlight and he's scared enough to have a gun, he's pulling his flashlight and his gun up. He sees feet, stomach, and then big red eyes because a kangaroo is going to have, you know, bigger eyes. The light bounces off. I mean, that's where I'd start jumping. That's where I'd start shooting, and I wouldn't be looking for a long tail or ears or even trying to identify what it was. I'd be like, that's not a person. I'm shooting that. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm curious if there's maybe any uh, animal sanctuaries or anything around there, because, you know, may, maybe the devil ape was an escape ape Bamboo, or yeah. a monkey of some sort, and maybe this monster was... A kangaroo. I think that it's strange that these guys know what a kangaroo is, and I think that he he would have said it looked like a kangaroo. 
I, I think just like the guys said when they saw the thing in the abandoned house by uh, McDaniel's place, they said it was an ape-like creature. I don't know about his, you know, mental state. I don't know if he's a drunk or something like that. Well, so, they said he seemed sound of mind. Yeah, they did. That's yeah, exactly. But I just wonder why he didn't say it. It looked like a kangaroo. Because, it, like I said, it's. I mean, you go out at night, you shine a flashlight on some weird creature in your front yard, and you see the eye shine. You see these little stumpy arms and what looks like three legs. And I mean. And keep in mind, it's nighttime, so it's, you know, there's, it's dark. All you've got is a flashlight, which casts weird shadows. And a kangaroo could easily become a fucking man-raping alien from outer space. (laughs) Well, being where it's uh, heavily wooded and shit like that, if somebody hears a sound in their backyard, and I know there's a lot of hunters where you're at, if they walk off their backyard... I kind of feel like if they put the flashlight to it and they saw that it was an animal-like thing like a deer or uh, a kangaroo, because I believe still if you put a flashlight on that, living in that area with wildlife around all over the place, you're going to go like, what the fuck? Is that a kangaroo before you fucking scream and start shooting? It's probably against the law just a fucking 9 millimeter a deer in your backyard, right? Yeah, you can't shoot within 500 feet of any structure. Yeah, so I don't, I don't see him uh, even shooting at it if it was a deer. I, I would assume he'd put his gun down and be like, "Oh, okay." If it had any resemblance to an animal like that, because he knows what a kangaroo is, I wonder what he saw, and if he was really that scared, and whatever caused him to fire four rounds at it. Because to me, that's an interesting point. If it was a deer or something that's terrestrial, he knows what a fucking kangaroo is. Yeah, but but again, you're not. Ex- you gotta. Like if I, I you just were don't to look, at, if you were looking at pictures in a book, you could identify him. But if you were going out in your backyard to take out the fucking garbage, and a fucking giraffe ran through, it would take you a minute to register that that was a giraffe. You know, you know what a giraffe looks like, but you see this tall, gangly, fucking weird thing run through <laughs> your backyard, you're gonna stop for a second and be like, "What in the fuck was that?" You know, and if it's dark out and you don't have lights on, you could definitely mistake it for something else because it's a weird looking animal. And, and this guy would just walk out of his front yard, wasn't expecting to see a goddamn kangaroo. So when he turns his flashlight and sees this weird thing staring back at him, it's not going to immediately register that that was a kangaroo. Mm-hmm. And just look at a picture of a kangaroo head on and you can see their tail resting on the ground between their, their legs. So it really looks like they've got three legs. And he distinctly mentions the, the small arms, which kangaroos also have. And it's just, like, just everything about it sounds like a kangaroo to someone that got surprised by a kangaroo where they weren't expecting it. Like in Australia, if that, if the situation was the same thing and it was in Australia and someone said that they saw a three-legged animal, I wouldn't think it was a kangaroo because they'd be, you know, they would know what a kangaroo mm-hmm. at night would look like. Okay. So you know, when it catch him by surprise, I don't know. I can. I totally. You sold me on that. I, I can understand that completely. But I just don't know what the chances would be of a kangaroo being around there. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I don't know. I don't know if there was a animal sanctuary or a zoo or anything. I looked it up, and I, from what I gathered, as of right now, there's just that place I mentioned, the Hamilton County State Conservation Area. 
that was founded in 1960 that's been there. And there's zoos in cities right next to it, but there's no zoo there. But we all know that animals can fucking travel when they want to, you know, especially if they're yeah. in a cage. That's, they're just going to run. Yeah. I mean, I live, I live in central New York. We don't have a wolf population, but, uh, we don't even have where, where I live, the closest bear population is like two hours away. But we've had in the past couple of years, there were bears in the woods, like just a few miles from my house. My girlfriend's dad has trail cam set up. He's got a stretch of land that's, it's just uh, a bunch of acres of woodland, basically. And he's got trail cam set up and there was a wolf. He got a wolf on trail cam. Whoa. Yeah. It was a big fucking wolf too. Damn. You, Cause you could see like, he's got the trail cam itself like three or four feet off the ground and the wolf was higher than the trail cam. Jesus. It was a big fucking wolf, man. And we don't have any, like, I don't even know where the closest wolf population is. Whoa. And we had a, a lone wolf wandering around through here. You had a gun and shit. And fucking black bears. <laughs> but I, like I said, the black bear, they're, they're in the Adirondacks, which is only like two hours away. Ugh. But it seems weird that they'd come off the mountains and wander around over here. But Damn. back when I was a kid, we had uh, black panthers. There were black panthers across the street from one of my friend's houses, and she filmed them. A wild black panther you're talking about? I, I, I don't know where it came from. I know the Adirondacks also, there's mountain lions, and I know black panthers. That's not like a species of animal. It's it's uh, yeah. a puma or a leopard with too much melanin. But um, I don't know where they came from, but there, there were two of them, and they were just running around in the field. And and I mean, they eventually, it? yeah. Holy shit, dude. They got caught. I don't know if they ever figured out where they came from, but yeah. That's terrifying. Yeah. <laughs> None of them have ever wandered into town, so I'm okay with that. Like, they, well, What's stopping them, though? <laughs> I, I, I don't There's going to be a day, man. Because, I mean, I, we have, I've literally had deer in my yard. Wow. You know, like, I, I took my dog out last winter, and... There's a family of deer on the other side of a tree. I didn't even recognize it. Like it, it was literally about probably 15, 20 feet away from me. And I was taking my dog out and all of a sudden I hear this huge clattering sound and I look up and like four or five deer just, just ran 20 feet away from me. That's awesome. Yeah. But I've, and, and you know, I get like a fox here and there, skunks, shit like that, but never, never, uh, I haven't even had any coyotes show up there. I know there's coyotes nearby. I've seen them dead in the road. I, I do have to mention that with this case, there was, a, I guess you can say third report, there was a 10-year-old kid named Greg Garrett. He was a neighbor of McDaniel's, and he claimed Yeah, but he said he was he was saying it just to make fun of him. Yeah, he fucking, uh, they bugged him about it and bugged him about it. But he said he saw it a few hours, what, after? Yeah, uh, like an hour after McDaniel saw it. But he ended up <laughs> coming clean with that. And apparently he lived his entire life being a little asshole because he was shot by his wife. Oh, shit. For uh, <laughs> beating her ass. And she even got off scot-free because there was oh. so much evidence of him whooping on her. But 
Or maybe, maybe he was a secret kangaroo wrangler. <laughs> and he didn't want the secret to get out. So he's like, just, just kill me. <laughs> I can't live with the shame. <laughs> it can't be me. I just want to hop around. So she took him out and then she let the, the kangaroos out of their cages and they <laughs> ran away. And now there's a secret population of kangaroos in the wilderness in Illinois. It's the end of Harry and the Hendersons, but with kangaroos. Exactly. Exactly. Run away. We don't want you anymore. <laughs> it's Wait. just interesting to me. It's not one I've heard a lot about. I've seen the cool picture before when I did more research and they're like, Oh, that's that thing. I've seen that picture before. But I mean, to me, this sounds like, like early creepy pasta or just like bullshit because, but it does have the same, like, uh, fucking come on. I'm, I don't know why I'm drawing a blank. Floating McLizard farter. Flatwoods. Yeah. That, that was seen like once the Dover demon. The Dover was seen demon like, yeah. Yeah. That it was seen like once and it has this like prestigious setting in cryptozoology. Those two yeah, creatures. And I don't get that because they were <laughs> only seen one time. The Flatwoods monster was seen by what? Three people? Yeah, a group of people. And then the Dover Demon was seen by two separate people. Yeah. A few hours apart. What about the Loveland Frogman? Some dude said he saw it, then a cop said he saw it, and then changed his. Yeah, story. but then the cop said it was it was a iguana. Big iguana, yeah. <laughs> that fuck. Maybe I have too much faith in people because people. If people are seeing an iguana on the side of the road and going like, hey, "It was a fucking four and a half foot tall frog, man." We're yeah. fucked. We're never gonna find anything. Like, if <laughs> anything, I could I could understand seeing an iguana jump into the water and be like, "Dude, I think I just saw an alligator." Oh like, yeah. That you know, you see a big fucking reptile and it just you just see it really quick jump into the water. You're like, dude, was that a fucking alligator? Yeah, I remember being a small kid on a boat fishing with my dad, and, you know, I'd been fishing a hundred million times, and seeing a splash in the water that was just, like, bigger than what I knew it was in the pond, and going, like, Dad, are we okay? He's like, yeah, that's a fucking, that's just a fish. Yeah. You're like, fuck, but I know what a fish is, and it threw me off. Yeah. 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 I remember as a kid, I, I still remember it distinctly in my head, but um, have you ever seen what a crane looks like when it flies? Yes. They look really weird and awkward, mm -hmm. and I remember as a kid, I had never seen a crane before, and I saw one fly over over <laughs> my hat, and I swore to God it was a pterodactyl. <laughs> I remember you told me that. I swore to God. I'm like, I just saw a pterodactyl, and I was explaining what I saw. It had this long-ass beak and huge wings. How old were you? I don't know. I I was... I mean, I was old enough where I knew dinosaur, dinosaurs were extinct, but in my head, what I saw was a fucking pterodactyl. Like, I saw it, and I'm like, that is a pterodactyl. <laughs> you can only imagine you're, like, telling yourself, you're like, is, what the fuck? Is this yeah. happening? And you look at it for, like, another 50 seconds, you're like, yeah, that's a fucking pterodactyl. <laughs> yeah, because I had never seen a crane before, <laughs> so I didn't know what they looked like when they flew. And all of a sudden, I see one flying over my house. And I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, they do what fly weird. Yeah. They, they, it's almost like they fly a different way than other birds because their wings are well, so big. Yeah, and they've got the, you know, they're, they're fishing birds. So they've got the long legs and a really long beak and a long neck. And so when they fly, they just look really awkward. And they've got this huge beak that sticks out. And that doesn't look like 
you know, the majority of the birds that are in my area, they, I, they exist in my area. But when, when I saw it as a kid, I was living like now I live, I, I still live in town, but I'm more like on the outskirts of town. But as a kid, I grew up in the suburbs and there, there was no reason why a crane should be flying over my house. Yet there it was flying over my house, making me think pterodactyls were back. <laughs> but it just goes to show you, like if you're, not expecting something or you don't know what something is, it's easy to think it's something else. And I mean, granted, I was a little kid and, you know, I, I may have had a crazy imagination, but it's just, it's weird how, how it works. And that's why, that's why I think Joe Nickel is so adamant about the, the barn owl thing. Because if you're not expecting it, I could see being startled by, especially a barn owl. Because look at their faces. They're creepy as fuck. Evil little bastards. Yeah, they are. They're, they're cute winter babies, just like everything else. But then they get creepy. They get scary. It, they looking. just get that weird, creepy death mask look. Like, that's the... that's Dude, really, exactly. Exactly. It's just so creepy. But, I mean, I could see being startled by that. But to think it's a six-foot-tall thing with with its with no head and eyes set in its shoulders like that's it's <laughs> going a little far man like i could see maybe flatwoods being a, a barn owl with like some i don't know where the red light well it's always been described as having a low a mechanical lower half too so see that's the thing like i i gotta know what type of illumination there was because they described that red light so maybe, you know, they didn't they say that the inside of the thing's hood or whatever was glowing red? Yeah. There's, so that, there's also people who reported seeing it just uh, almost like naked with no, uh, I don't know, they, he has that like that shape of like a spade on a playing card, like collar behind his head. Yeah. And there's a circle where that's like the glass helmet, I guess. But there's also reports of it just being like a, lizard dude but they keep that robotic half like it's a i the, the best way i can describe it is a darlick from doctor who it's like the it, from its waist down it's just floating on this machine that's breathes poo poo gas yeah that's i don't know i i really honestly i i love these just one-off cryptid stories i mean they it's got a special place in my heart i just just because it makes it makes the world magic i think absolutely you know, just, dude just a sure why not just just for one night only this creature exists <laughs> would you say that you uh kind of shat on the idea of the enfield mo monster quicker than other one-time cryptids yeah just because that stands out as being blatantly a kangaroo <laughs> <laughs> like as soon as soon as i read that description i'm like it's a fucking kangaroo <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I honestly I'm, felt like Joe Nickel. I mean, <laughs> you know, just I'm sticking the kangaroo story and, and nobody can persuade me otherwise. It's if you don't God think that was kangaroo. a kangaroo, you're a fucking asshole. You are. <laughs> you are. <laughs> I'm going to go. If if I ever get a chance to meet Joe Nickel, I'm going to buy him a beer. Have him tell me about barn owls. I'll tell him about kangaroos. <laughs> It'll be amazing. It will. You have to record that. I will, too. I don't know. I have love for Enfield Monster, and I hope he's real. I, I love him so much that uh, I, I've written a little song about the Enfield Monster. You want to hear oh, it? Boy. Yeah, I want to hear it. Okay, ready? 
I didn't fucking write a song about it. Oh, you bastard. <laughs> I was so excited. <laughs> no, I kind of <laughs> feel like you have to write a song and edit it in now. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I, 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 For me, too, it, it, I just kind of poo-poo him a little bit easier than I did the Flatwoods Monster. <laughs> the Flatwoods Monster is like the one of the most gnarly cryptids ever. I mean, people got sick from this gas it sprayed on them. So it's weird, but I think it's just because we don't have any cool police sketches from fucking what seventy four or something like that showing what he saw. There's just nothing like that, not that I found anyway. No, I haven't either. Just his description that he gave. I, I do admit that if I had to draw that out, it wouldn't look like what's on the internet now. It'd probably look like a flesh kangaroo <laughs> that's just the way it would look the kangaroo yeah. without fur because he didn't scribe any fur new new uh new what cast t-shirt idea <laughs> a skinless kangaroo yep <laughs> skinless kangaroo that just says the what cast so mike one thing i wanted to bring up because uh i don't know i, I was gonna just kind of fluff over it uh, one of our friends uh, debunking donuts on Instagram sent us this Tumblr page where this dude being re- he's reporting being attacked by invisible people, and I was just gonna blast right by it. Uh, to me, I, when I read all his posts or as much as I could anyway, it's just like a maybe an insane person with fucking psoriasis. <laughs> but you, I mean, those those his his blog was. A- Sure. To I, I honestly couldn't read that much into it. It was, uh, it was atrocious. <laughs> but I don't know. Just being somebody reporting to being attacked by invisible people is like that. Just starts out there. Yeah. So I kind of was like, oh, okay, cool. If that's really happening to you, I'm sorry, but pretty much you're a you're you're a sick person. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's, that's the way my brain went. There's, I mean, there's. People that, that, like the, um, the Morgellons disease thing, where who knows really what's going on with that. You know, are you familiar with that at all? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, what if that was, what if that's what he's referring to? But, I mean, it does sound, especially because he keeps talking about, like, people that are, they're invisible people that are attacking him and that he can't escape from and all that, but. Yeah, there's a picture of, like, uh, his front porch, you know, and what do we get to see? Like, an archway, a potted plant, and a walkway, and he's like, they're gearing up to get me. (laughs) Yeah, there's some really weird pictures. Like, there was, he had this one picture that was a picture of his head, and then he zooms in on part of his head, but there's no context for what he's trying to show in the picture. (laughs) I saw that one, dude. I'm like, what, what are you trying to show here? I don't understand. <laughs> Dude, there's not one word. It's just a close-up of his head. It was like an accidental publish. Of yeah, whatever, you know. it's so weird. Well, then, if you look later on, it's the same picture, but there's irritation on the scalp. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's weird. I don't know if he posts, if he's got any evidence other than rashes and red marks, but just reading what little I did reminded me of, of a couple of things. Um, one, I think I mentioned it on the show before, um, many years ago, I was seeing this girl who was, who worked in a mental institution and she told me about this guy who 
claimed that he was an alien. He got picked up in an airport, and he said that he was waiting to be picked up to be taken back home. And someone from the airport called the authorities. He ended up getting put in an institution. And he claims he's from, he's an alien, and that there's these other beings that are trying to kill him. And he'll say when they're shooting at him, and when when he says they're shooting at him, all of a sudden he gets these red, uh, like crescent-shaped welts will appear on his skin. No one else can see these things, but he says that they're shooting at him, and <laughs> stuff appears on his skin. Mm. It's it's pretty weird, but uh, either he's really being attacked by invisible entities and he's really an alien. People just think he's crazy because it's a fucked up story. Or the human mind is capable of doing crazy things when tricked into believing something. You know, like what if, what if to him he was really being shot so his body was producing these marks because he really felt like he was being shot? Yeah, I, there's a lot. Of, I, I mean, I'm sure there are cases to where thinking about something will show physical marks on your body, but I don't think too many people can do that. And I don't think, uh, a dude in a psychiatric hospital is going to do that. But uh, did she ever see any of these welts appear on his yeah, body? Not appear- she worked with a guy. Okay, and they like, did show up. Yeah. And this is a mental patient, correct? An older gentleman? Correct. I don't, I don't see past him sleeping on part of his catheter that leaves a weird mark on his skin and being and just fucking screwing with some younger teenage kid. Yeah. That's that's what well, my mind goes to, but that this is. this whole story came out because due because of a mushroom trip. Like it Oh really? Uh, please elaborate. Alright. Well so so we decided one night that we were gonna do mushrooms and she had never done mushrooms before. I had done them many times. So I was like, yeah, we can, we'll do mushrooms and, you know, we'll hang out, have a good time. And, um, she didn't really know what to expect. She knew it was a hallucinogen, but she didn't know to what extent it would affect her. Um, she took probably a little over a gram and a half. So not, not too much, but, um, she started seeing things like she said, uh, she got genuinely terrified she backed into a corner at one point and said that she saw like tentacles coming out of the walls and just got really freaked out uh, the next day she told me that the reason she got so freaked out was because she works in the men i knew she worked in the mental institution but she said that she had been having these thoughts a lot lately about the schizophrenics and how a lot of their things seem like it could be real and so she thought that when she was on mushrooms, she was able to see into this world that people with schizophrenia always have access to. And that that's reality. It's just most of us are blind to it. So then she told me the story about this dude who said he's an alien and he gets shot at thing by these things and it leaves marks on his skin. That's incredible. I wonder if there were any episodes where he was just sitting there it was like, oh, they're here, they're fucking, you know, just jumped over the fucking couch. And he acted like he was being attacked by somebody. Or is this yeah. something that happened when no one can see? Like no, he would, he, would tell, he would tell the people when he was being attacked. Oh, shit. Some of the time, I guess. Whoa. And um, 
Yeah, he was apparently a really nice guy, though, and he would talk to whoever. Like, I, I, I wanted to go in, and and if it was, you know, now I would have gone in and tried to talk to him and stuff. But back then, I was in my early twenties. I didn't, you know, I wanted to talk to him, but I wasn't going to go to a mental institution and check check in with this dude. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't think I would have either. Yeah, but I mean, now I probably would, you know, but. I don't know if he's still there, and I don't even remember the name of the place. And what I've if, talked to her in like ten years. So oh. <laughs> I don't even know if she works there. Is, you know, I can't go and be like, "Hey, do you remember so and so who used to work here?" <laughs> she told me about this guy. Oh, oh, did she? No, she didn't. I'm sorry. I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be awesome if you found him and you're just like, hey, I I know somebody who mentioned that you're being attacked by these things, and what if he was just like, it's you. <laughs> oh, God. you're one of them. That would fuck you know me up. too much, sir. You know too much. <laughs> I would just jump and put him in a chokehold and just wait for a nurse to pull me off, just to fuck with him right back. <laughs> Just go in wearing a black suit with black sunglasses. With black <laughs> you suit. fucked up, Bill. <laughs> You've been talking too much, sir. Please look into this. I don't know. It's it. It's an interesting thing to think about, though. Like, what if the uh, what if schizophrenics really aren't crazy, and they're just driven crazy because they can see things in our reality that most can't. Yeah, like an extra perception in yeah. some way. That's, that's definitely something uh, interesting to think about. And with schizophrenia, from what I understand, it's not... There's a lot of things that people deal with. There's depression and bipolarism mm. and, and all those things that just... I, I remember hearing about as a kid because somebody's sister was bipolar and that was, that was it. They were fucking cuckoo bird. And you're like, oh, shit. And now, anytime you turn on the TV, it's like bipolarism, depression, <laughs> suicidal thoughts. It's part of everyday life for our country now. But schizophrenia, it's something that like shows up on scans of the brain. It's like a physical attack on the brain. And it spreads literally as it gets worse. So who knows what this disease is damaging as it spreads across the brain. The other weird thing is that it seems to manifest around the same age for everybody. Yep. Isn't it like 18 to 22 or something? 18 to, yeah. Yep. And they can have it their whole life. Yeah, but it doesn't, it typically doesn't yeah. make an appearance. That's crazy. And that's a fucking yeah. dark age for that fucking thing to come out that's so devastating yeah. to somebody's thinking pattern. That's when people are growing and figuring out what they are and who they are. Not even just that, but that's when they're like probably physically, you know, at a good point in their life if they wanted to be crazy and cause damage. Yeah, I mean, there's been plenty of serial killers that were psychopaths. So these are people who just applied that to what they wanted to do, and they were devastating to to a lot of people. Yeah, it's I, it, it's just really weird. Like, why that age? Like, you'd think it would manifest around puberty when your hormones are all going crazy and your body's going through changes. Like, why would it wait till after puberty as you're going into adulthood? I think it does. We all know, like, uh, what is it? <laughs> this, like, seven traits of a serial killer. And mm. obviously, the one we're, we're all familiar with is them killing animals at a young age. I, I grew up, my mother ran a daycare center. 
So there's tons of kids around me all the time when I was growing up, and not one of them were fucking chopping up birds. So it's it's that's probably a really like great detail. That's that's probably true. But yeah, but those they're not in all those cases they're not schizophrenics. They're psychopaths, which is considerably different than oh yeah, but than a schizophrenic. Yeah, but psychopath it just gets thrown right in there with it. It's just like if you have anxiety, you have sleep deprivation. It's just like if you have anxiety, you have panic attacks. That's the top of the chart of a long list, I think. So I think these people like Dahmer and shit like that doing what they did. You know, Dahmer fucking (laughs) Dahmer lured people into his apartment so that he can create his own race of zombies. That's what he did it for. Not a lot of people understand it. They just think he was snacking on people and humping dudes and doing all that stuff. But he was trying to create a race of zombies that would work for him. Whatever mental illness that is at the top, we'll just we'll just call him fucking fucking King Kong psychopath. Boom, that's his diagnosis. Underneath all that is everything else, including IBS and fucking high blood pressure. You know what I mean? In general, warts. <laughs> yeah, the guy it burns when he pees. It's. I think that this dude, though, getting back to what we were starting with. He seems like he's got paranoid delusions. Like, have you ever seen the the movie Bug? Yes. This, I, I feel like this dude could possibly be <laughs> on the same page as. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wouldn't be surprised if he ended up burning his house down. <laughs> well, I, I have to say, I, I I suffer from stress induced psoriasis, so I know what that looks like. I've studied and, and know how bad that can get. And to me, this dude, it's 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 cool that he made a fucking blog about skin rashes. It's, Is it, it's, though? <laughs> well, I mean, just like what? Wasn't the Indian Lake Project, wasn't that on Tumblr, too? Uh, I found no, this blog. blog spot. Oh, was it? Okay, well, still, it was this yeah, still, blog, blog type thing. Yeah. You can start anything. I, I can't tell you how many people follow us on Twitter, and they're like, I'm 17. We just moved into an old house, and weird shit's going on. I'll post what happens on here. Just and it's like first time that happened. I was like, "Oh, cool!" And you check out their shit, and it's just and you realize it's a kid who's doing yeah. something for his creative writing class. Exactly, and there's millions of them. Yeah. Well, again, goddamn you, internet. <laughs> no, not not goddamn you, internet. Goddamn it, broadband. And, <laughs> and fucking Roadrunner and whatever that Verizon one is, that's awesome. The fiber optics. Fios. Goddamn Verizon Fios. <laughs> and your 3G and your 4Gs and your fucking whatever's after 4G if it's a thing yet. Make the internet too easy. Everybody can do everything now. <laughs> yeah. And it, a lot of them are really convincing. They're, I mean, a lot of them are yeah. very well done, like the Indian Lake shit. Like, yeah, I don't know if that's real. I'm, I'm, I'm leaning more towards it's not. But with the Montauk shit, really, who knows, man? It, absolutely, and even that. Consider how well done that Indian Lake shit is. I almost don't even give a shit if it's fucking real or not. That was the biggest thing is that it's, it just stopped. Yeah. Like usually with these type of things, like like marble hornets or mm-hmm. you know any of those weird uh, blog horror things, 
they they lead they build to some conclusion like yeah. this this seems like a lot of work to just stop you that's know that's true and he it was so well done i don't understand it doesn't make sense to stop if it was a hoax right right or unless he just ran out of ideas and was like well fuck i don't know how to get out of this maybe if i stop they'll just think i got caught by the government and killed because <laughs> he did reference being tailed being i guess or I, don't, I don't exactly remember he, he mentioned something that seemed a little sketchy like he was being warned or followed or something mm-hmm. but by the way everybody please go watch marble hornets if you're interested in uh really awesome internet produced fucking spooky shit yeah i just got into it recently i watched like 30 something episodes oh wow that deep huh well i'm i'm 50 something now but i watched i sat down to watch it and i watched it for like two hours and i think within two hours i got to like 30 episodes because some of them are only like 30 seconds long some of them are a few minutes long yeah some of them are 20 30 minutes long some of them are six minutes long but it's just so well done. It's really cool. It's about yeah. Slenderman and what happens. But not only Slenderman. Yeah, exactly. It, it's hard to explain. I'll put the trailer for the show in the show notes. But it's it's so entertaining, man. It's so well done that they're making a movie of it. And the last I heard, somebody like Brad Pitt was going to be in it or produce it or something. Dude, that's such bullshit making a movie out of it. Like, so what are you going to do with it in the movie? Just do found footage, and it's going to be basically a retread of the same shit they already did? Yeah, the, like, I that's agree. It's fucking stupid. It's for free on the internet, and it was <laughs> awesome because it was done for like 10 bucks. Yeah, and I think I think it would make a bad movie and a cool documentary, maybe? But other than that, just go watch Marvel Hornets. Yeah, why make a fucking movie? Like, it's so stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, I could see making a movie based around Slenderman because, you know, there's about a million creepypastas out there yeah. about him. So they missed the boat. Material. Yeah, they missed the boat. When this comes out, nobody's going to give a shit. It's too late. Nobody cares about Slenderman anymore. It's interesting how there's no more talk I, about Slenderman no. after uh, a couple of chicks try to murder one of their friends. But that's why it w- that's why it'll do well because people are like holy shit a movie about Slenderman. But that's a couple years old at this point. Who gives a shit, man? Dude, like every ten years they put out a new Manson movie and everyone's like, oh my god, fucking Charles Manson. Which I'd like to point out, Manson never killed anybody, dickheads. He's not a serial killer. No, he's, he's just a, a dumb asshole that people, other dumb well, assholes, listen to. I wouldn't. Yeah, he's he was a charismatic asshole who, yeah. who started a cult i'm tired of seeing fucking serial killer websites and books with manson on it and it's like ah, he's never done anything except babble like a fucking idiot fuck him anyway guys our buddy brett our buddy brett is having a baby right now literally yeah, right well yeah he's already born did, did he tweet it out did i miss yeah, it yeah yeah my phone's been dead for like the past i did really yeah, uh, his name is Simon Briggs. Simon the Whatcast Briggs? Are you kidding? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the what? That's that's on the uh, the birth certificate. Yeah, yeah that's the, the photo I got. Yeah, the Whatcast. <laughs> but for real, congratulations, Brett and uh, and family. Simon will be the Lord and Savior that will stop evil time traveling Barack Obama. 
He's going to find a magic oh, rock. Will join the dark side. <laughs> find the Whatcast on Twitter at the Whatcast. All show notes, links, photos, and more can be found at www.thewatcasters.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube where we have RSCP reads as well as show episodes. Thanks for listening. Hope you have a great week. Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.